Welcome to Take America Back, a program of information and inspiration. Take America Back is for patriotic Christians to learn what they can do to bring America back to God. Now here is your host, Lee Watts. Hello, patriots, and welcome again to the program bringing you the news from a Christian, conservative, constitutional, and common sense point of view. Let's start off this week's program with a quote from Mark Twain. Mark Twain said, The most dangerous time for Americans is when Congress is in session. And boy, was he correct. Well, here in Kentucky, the time for them to make new laws has expired. It is the end of the legislative year. So throughout the rest of the year, the Kentucky legislators will continue to meet in committees. They can discuss how different things are going, bring up ideas about new laws, hear reports on how things are working, but they are prevented legally from passing any more laws for the remainder of the year. So let's take a look at a few of the things which have happened this year, uh, some of the things that didn't happen. Uh, First of all, one of the great things which did happen, and it was on the very last day of the legislative year in the last few hours, is the Kentucky General Assembly passed House Bill 91. Now, this was a wonderful piece of legislation. This bill says that there is no right to an abortion anywhere in the Kentucky Constitution. It's not there. It's not stated. It's not implied. It's not there at all. Now, this is great for a few reasons. First of all, because we've seen in some other states that you'll get some court to just find this right somewhere, uh, which does not exist, and so they wanted it to be very clear this is not in there stated nor implied. There's a lot of movement, positive movement going on the pro-life agenda, and we can see a day where if this goes up before the Supreme Court, that they will go back to the way it was before Roe versus Wade and say, listen, it's just up to each state. And if that happens, then immediately uh, Kentucky would say, listen, there is no right to that in the Kentucky Constitution. We could again be a completely pro-life state. Now, since this is a constitutional amendment, that does not mean that what they just passed becomes law. What this means is, according to the Kentucky Constitution, the only way you can change the Constitution is for the people to vote on it. All the legislature can do is put a matter up before the people on the ballot for the people to vote on. So since we have no elections this year, this matter will be on the ballot in November of 2022. So we have about a year and a half to really get out there and to push the Vote for Life movement. I hope that you'll be talking about that now already uh, on your social media, with your friends, at your workplace, at your church, uh, whatever group you're with. The Vote for Life, we're going to put that uh, up for a vote in November of next year and look forward to Kentucky being an even stronger pro-life state. One of the great things that did come out of this year's legislative session is that there were more pro-life bills passed this year, uh, I think possibly more than ever in Kentucky's history in any one single year. Uh, So my my applause to them for doing that, a wonderful thing, uh, which it would have happened years ago, but it's happened now, and I'm so glad that they did those things. 
Something we had talked about a few weeks ago was the two different bills that would have increased Kentucky's gas prices. One of the bills had said that it would increase it uh, up to 24 cents a gallon. The other bill stated it would increase gas tax up to 34 cents a gallon. Well, I'm happy to tell you that neither one of these bills got passed. Neither one of these bills were added as an amendment onto any other bills. So uh, we praise the Lord for that. Uh, That did not happen, I think, in great part to the people speaking up and saying we do not want this. I mean, after all, gas prices are increasing so much anyway. I mean, with gas prices going up so much, it makes me think if only there was some kind of pipeline that could create jobs and create clean and inexpensive fuel. Oh, wait a minute. We did have such a pipeline, and then Joe Biden shut it all down so that we can buy fuel from Iran and China who use pipelines to sell us stuff now being more expensive, doing nothing but making America less energy independent and sending more of our money over to the very nations that are trying to destroy us. Well, let's get back to talking about some of the things that went on in the Capitol this year, laws that which got passed. The General Assembly of Kentucky passed a few different bills that would limit Andy Bashir's powers. They're like, listen, Andy Bashir's he's just gone crazy with all these powers, and we want to just come out specifically say, you do not have the authority to do this, that, or the other. And they spelled some of those things out. Well, of course, he vetoed those things. Then they came in, and they override those vetoes. Now, we knew Andy Bashir was going to take these uh, then overridden vetoes to court. Uh, we thought it might take him a little while. Well, i got to say this. He's fast. He took these things to court within 12 hours of the legislature overriding his veto. He wants all his power, and he wants it quick. So now we have to wait for the courts uh, and the court battles with this. So you be praying about that because if it goes up before the Kentucky Supreme Court, according to what we saw last year, they'll just do anything Andy Bashir wants, uh, no matter what the Constitution says. So you need to make these things a matter of prayer. Would have some good limits on him if they can actually get that through the courts. Well, let's talk about another bill uh, which got passed, and this one very excited about. Uh, this was the tuition tax credit bill. I believe this was how Bill 563, if I'm not mistaken. And this allows uh, some of our students here in Kentucky, from our poorest students, are going to be able to get some help and it will allow them to choose better schools. And it allows the tax money that would go with that student for a public school that they can choose to go to a different public school or maybe even some of the private schools. Uh, and it, the, the money follows the student. This is going to be a great benefit to some of our least privileged students in the state that have the worst underperforming schools uh, because they're going to be able to get their students to a better school. doesn't cost taxpayers any extra money than we're already spending now. Uh, it's a wonderful thing. Had lots of, uh, even some teachers that were coming out saying this would be a great thing. Of course, the liberal leftist teacher union leadership didn't like it. But there's a big disconnect between the leftist union leadership and the average teacher in Kentucky. Average teacher in Kentucky Good person, I could support fully. The liberal leftist teachers union leadership, they are so leftist, 
so socialist, so disconnected from the average teacher. So I was glad to see some of the teachers were standing up for this, even though the union leadership wasn't. Let's talk about another bill that got passed. Very happy about this one. We've talked about this now for months on the program. This is Senate Bill 8, which is now law. Uh, up until this bill was passed, it's, uh, the Kentucky governor and uh, the health department could vaccinate you and your child against your will. Mandatory government vaccinations. They will inject things against your will. But the Kentucky state legislature said, ah, wait a second, that's not right. And they have passed this bill that says the governor and the government cannot mandatorily inject you or your child against your will. So uh, that is wonderful. Of course, the governor vetoed that. But the legislature went in and overrode his veto. So, and at first I was thinking this was a bill that would just apply to students. Uh, and while it does, it also applies to adults. So this is anybody and everybody. Do uh, cannot be mandatorily vaccinated against your will by the government of Kentucky. So a wonderful thing. Happy to tell you that that is now the law of the land. Now, speaking about vaccinations, I want to talk about that and give you some COVID information right now. First of all, let's talk about three things with this uh, vaccine going on with COVID. First of all, if you had COVID and now you have gotten over it, well, then you have been naturally vaccinated. You are now immunized naturally because your immune system kicked that thing out. And that's why they say you never catch the same cold twice. So won't catch that again. You have been naturally vaccinated. So no reason to get the vaccine. Number two, let's say you haven't got COVID yet. That means you've gone now for more than a year without catching this thing. So why inject yourself with a group of unknown chemicals to protect you against something that you haven't caught in over a year, uh, even though it's been going around? And number three, they say that this thing, I mean, they go ahead and they claim publicly it's not 100% effective. Uh, they say, but it'll work on most people. And, and this is the real kicker. They say, and if you catch it uh, and you've got the vaccine, uh, the COVID won't be as bad uh, as if you didn't have the vaccine. Well, that can't possibly be true because people like Kentucky Senator Rand Paul and multitudes of others have come out and said, listen, they told me that I had it, but I had zero symptoms, but they told me that I tested that I had it. I don't think it can be any less than not even knowing that you have it, except for a piece of paper. And even though they say, well, it's going to increase your chances of surviving, how do we know that? The chances of surviving without the vaccine are 99.97%. So what's it going to go up to, 99.98%? Uh, how are you even going to know that's actually working? Let's give you some other uh, information about COVID. This is something that I think a bunch of you are going to say, aha, I knew it. The numbers have come in now for the regular flu. Of course, we've had the regular flu now. So as, as long as anybody's been keeping records on anything, as long as human history's been going around, we've had the flu. Well, last year here in the States, there, uh, in well, let me back it up to 2019. In 2019, a year before COVID, we had 38 million flu cases, which is about average for the year. 
But now the numbers have come in for 2020. Do you know how many flu, just again, we're talking the regular flu cases we had in 2020? In 2019, it was 38 million. In 2020, it is 1,822. Yes, you heard me correct. The year before, we had 38 million cases, but last year, only 1,822 people caught the regular flu in America. Well, I think that accounts for maybe there's 37 million flu cases then that have been diagnosed as COVID that turned out just to be the regular old flu. 38 million of them here in the United States. Well, I think that explains a whole heck of a lot that's been going on. So uh, that just lets you realize this is being hyped up. Anything and everything is being diagnosed as COVID. Uh, People, if you had the regular cold, the common cold, where you've got coughing, sneezing, aching, sniffles, they're going to say, oh, you got COVID. When years passed, people would have said you had the regular common cold. And let's hit one more thing about this. Let's talk about masks real quick. I've seen a lot of states are dropping their mask mandates, but some states aren't. For example, the state of New York, they have overwhelming super mask compliance, probably more mask compliance than any other state. And yet this past week, they saw they had a big spike in cases of nearly 50,000 new cases in one week. However, during that same time, Texas, which got rid of their mask mandate, has seen cases continue to decline. Well, that seems to make a lot of sense to me because it's as it says right on the box, it says this will do nothing to prevent viruses. Masks are good for stopping bacteria. Unfortunately, COVID is not bacteria, that's a virus. So that's a little bit about some of the news that's going on, some bills they passed, some bills uh, in the coming weeks. We're going to talk about some bills they did not pass in the legislature. And I think that's going to be very interesting. We're going to talk about this bill where they would have had paper ballots where you could actually track those who voted for whom. We're going to see who voted for it, who voted against it, and who let this measure die. Make sure you tune in next week for that. And until next week, this is Lee Watts, as always, encouraging you to be informed, be involved, be armed, and let freedom ring. Thanks for listening to Take America Back, a radio program part of God and Country Ministry. This is an entirely faith-supported work. If you would like to contribute to this effort or learn more about what you can do to Take America Back, visit us online at GodandCountryMinistry.com. That's GodandCountryMinistry.com.